I like this bit here. This bit. Listen to this bit. Little, little, this bit here. This bit. You can't tell me. Yeah, that bit. Or the part I talked over. Yeah. Shot for that. Oh, unprofessional. Oh, g'day Rugby League fans, welcome along to the Mad Monday podcast for May 22nd. Uh, my name is Chris Key, you've also got Manaya Stewart here, uh, aka by the way, uh, Tino Fa'asua Manaiawi, and of course I am Adam Fanua Kesey. Uh, no Warriors game from the weekend just gone, that's fantastic, so we're just going to rip into a few talking points from the world of the NRL, of course also Manaya, yep. uh, State of Origin teams named this morning, very excited, and yep. as per usual doing the show from the Export Beer Garden studio, big shout out to 4 and 20 Pies. Oh yeah, hell yeah, uh, the winner of our Mad Traveller promo is going to be heading down to McLean Park to watch the Warriors take on the Broncos this weekend. They're playing in Napier, of course. It's a, I believe it's a home game for us. It is. <laughs> but ironically, they've ta- kind of taken home games away from us by putting one in Napier. Couldn't that have been one of the Broncos' home games and they give it up? They, they spent, what, now, the first three months of the season in now, Brisbane? that's the opposite of what the Broncos do. They play at Suncorp, but it's an away game for them. Yeah, So that's ridiculous. a But uh, good news is uh, McLean Park fully sold out. Everyone in the beautiful Hawks Bay there will <sighs> be getting along. Up the Waz, which is very exciting. Um, now, let's look at... Uh, our choice for the stonker of the round. Can I get a little bar, 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 even though it's a little mini episode today? <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, the Dragons beat the Roosters 24 points to 22. Now, did you manage to get your eyes around this game? Because I it did. was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it was. And it was a little bit of a post-linger for most of the game. Like, they were, they were it was a bit tense. So Moses Suli scores this 90-metre uh, try. Just straight caught off a bomb. The it was about, bizarre. Caught a bomb about 10 metres off his own line. He runs 90 metres to score down the other end. Um, Billy Smith was the nearest man to him, uh, and that's all Billy Smith did in that game, as anyone who picked him up in uh, Supercoach this week will tell you. He had a shocker. Um, he just didn't do it. it. It wasn't really a shocker. It just wasn't there. He tried know? some shit, didn't work, and didn't do much. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but then after that, there was a bit of a lull in action for probably about 40, 50, odd minutes and then right at the end it was just a, a flurry of action uh, Tedesco one on one strip to score in the last five minutes it was one of, one of the most alpha moves that I think I've ever seen in, that's right uh, certainly this year he stripped it off Suli yeah and then yeah. turned around and drove it back down their throats and scored the try so that puts them up then they uh, the Dragons come down and score off a bit of a messy sort of broken play there was a chip and they regathered it still the fifth had to chip they score. Zach Lomax has basically a, a gimme mm. to win, um, but but still it, it felt so tense because 22-all, Zach Lomax got dropped, then he gets brought back. We well, got brought back by the new coach, right? So <clears throat> Anthony Griffin got sacked over the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Hook, they call him, so he's gone. Hook the, the, hook. the new coach who stepped up and is looking after the team temporarily, he basically undid all these stupid changes that Hook did, like dropping Zach Lomax. Yeah. I think, I uh, can't remember who he started at hooker, but he basically brought back the old hooker and changed everything up how it was supposed to be. And then the team won against the Roosters. Yeah, is there, that vindication for this new uh, coach as well? There is like always a yarn. You know, there's revenge games and then there's also new games under a new coach where teams always get up for them. Yeah. And so this seems to be one of those. But at the same time, holy cow, the Roosters were shit house. The Roosters do look shit. And that's that was the question that I wrote down on this one. Are the Dragons a new team now without Griffin? Or did the Roosters genuinely bomb this one? They suck, I man. think we'd both probably argue the Roosters bombed this one. Yeah. Because even that Tedesco try that they scored right at the end, that was individual brilliance mm. to get them back into this game That's right. against the lowly, lowly St. George Illawarra Dragons. And I'm glad Tedesco had his literally his first good game of the season. He has been, and I've had him in my Supercoach team the whole freaking time, he yeah. has been average. Um, so this one, he stepped up. And I think... 
there might be a you know because everyone's like you know old Trent Robinson the coach he's you know he's a genius maybe he needs to do what Anthony Griffin once he got sacked and the assistant coach just made all the smart calls maybe someone needs to do that to them be wow. like yo bring Sam Walker back once he's not injured put yeah. Joey Manu at centre uh, leave Tedesco at fullback you know move Kerry back to five eighth and just play how everyone's supposed to be playing yeah and now Brandon Smith's out long term so it is hard to do that to a bloke who won back to back titles in Trent Robinson yeah but you know what's he done lately what has he what's he done, done lately Robo <laughs> what have you done lately is this dangerous times for the for the Roosters do you think because I hope so I I I had them I shouldn't even bring this up because I dare say no one wrote it down but I had them making the grand final this year. I, they might not make the eight. So everyone was, look, before the season started, all the mail, all the mail I was hearing. All the males you talked to. Yeah, all the males were saying, oh, my God, the Roosters, they are the favourites. And yeah. so I built massively on Roosters and my super coach team. Worst decision ever. They've been absolutely shithouse. Um, mean, meanwhile, the Broncos didn't come out of nowhere, but they've sort of exceeded expectations. So it's mm. almost like those two have swapped around. Uh, before we move on from this game, mate, anything else you'd like to say? No. I think that game needs to be parked in the rearview mirror. It was a bit of excitement on a Friday night, and that's uh, about all it'll be, I think. Uh, last night, it was the Raiders taking on Manly. Uh, the Raiders absolutely got flogged, 42 points to 14. If you'd asked me to pick who was going to win, you know, the Raiders have been on a win streak. I would have said they would have easily beaten uh, the Seagulls, who had Josh Schuster back, yep. who came back and reminded everyone yeah. how scucky he is. He's a dude who will either do absolutely nothing and then get injured, or will light the world on fire, <laughs> or absolutely everything. Yeah, he's a nightmare to he's a nightmare to defend because he doesn't look where he passes at all. No, um, and he sticks the lips out. He throws a goosey and he throws a pass. Even if there was a, a couple of points where they shot up out of the line to try and bring him down, and uh, whoever shot up out of the line just bounced off him. Because he is a back rower, essentially. He's a back rower. He's massive. So, but Turbo scores a hat trick against the Raiders. Like you said before this game. I got talked out of. I I actually thought the Raiders. I like. Uh, sorry, the Seagulls have been looking okay these last few weeks, and I actually thought they were going to win this. I was uh, watching the game with my dad, and he talked me out of it. He said, "No, Raiders, as you said, hot win streak. streak hot Your dad streak. sounds like he's uh, he's on the money there. Um, well, he wasn't because <laughs> they got absolutely obliterated, <laughs> and Turbo scores a hat trick again. Uh, I think he's. Well, I mean, we'll get into the Origin teams later on, but he's, he's secured his spot anytime Turbo's relatively fit. You got to have him on the field there. Um, but is, is Tom Trebojevic back? Do you think that this is just the turbo we're going to see for the rest of the season? I don't know because my fingers were crossed that he was going to have another dud and then be like, look, don't pick me, Freddie. Um, I've got to stay with Manly. And then I was going to pick him up and super coach and then he was going to come right and it was going to be all she wrote. Selfishly, yeah. Um, but then he scored a hat trick, was brilliant. Um, I mean, the thing for Manly is I think Turbo will have to – I don't think they play round 14, so I think he's going to miss the next two games for Manly, which is going to be tough. They're also going to be without Daly Cherry Evans – um, Gerbo. Gerbo. I, to be honest, I think Jake Turbo not being able to play State of Origin, that effectively gives Queensland the dub. He does wow. so much in the middle there, his defence and yep. stuff. And when you're playing like high-intensity football, you need guys like Jake Trebojevic. So that's massive. Yep. That's bigger than not having Turbo. Um, but Manly's outlook for the rest of the season, what are you seeing? Yeah, no, I like them. You uh, reckon? Olakowatu I think is excellent. I think obviously Daily Cherry Evans, no one ever talks about him, but he's still just like, you know, he's – He's still the, you know, the Kangaroos halfback. Yeah, he's a gun, right? You know, he's, he's still the Queensland halfback. So mm, Garrick is a gun as well. Garrick is a gun. Saab is a conditional gun, and the condition is that Turbo is in form. If Turbo is in form, that's right. you score that try, that the last try that uh, Turbo scored, he makes the break, passes it to uh, Saab, and the two of them in full flight. Mm. 
fuck that as a fullback. Imagine so, that coming towards you. So that was that was good, right? But what happened with Manly this game was everything fell into place. Schuster, mm. who's made of glass, was there. Turbo, who's made of glass, was there and firing. <laughs> uh, Daly wasn't selected for state of vote. Like if the whole team was there, other than Jake, who got injured. Yeah. And so the only, he was there. the only thing, well, he was there for most of it. Mm. Um, but the only thing I'm sort of thinking with Manly is, is as soon as even one of those players is out, um, and the lucky Daly's quite, you know, he, he seems to be, mm. even though he's getting on, he seems to be uh, last health-wise. As soon as one of those guys goes, their whole team just falls apart. Yeah, it does seem to a little bit. Um, I noticed no one went on strike because of the Indigenous jersey this round. I, that was weird because mm. I, thought, I, thought I thought it was a... Um, Oh, yeah, true. thought they didn't like playing in different jerseys, um, but I digress. As long as they don't make them wear a rainbow-coloured jersey this season, because that's where it all fell apart last season, I think that uh, Manly are going to make the eight and they will be giving people problems. I wouldn't want to see them in the first round, you know, the Warriors coming up against Manly. See, see, I think Manly's a team we could beat because Manly, if it's – do you remember two years ago when they were absolutely shit-hot and turbo got Dally M? Mm-hmm. Um, they had everything on offense, but as soon as they came up against a really good defensive team, mm. like the Rabbitohs or the Panthers, they actually had nothing. I think the Warriors fit into that mold now of being a solid defensive team. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, but um, if they can stay healthy, exciting to see what Manly can do. Uh, next up, the Eels, who <laughs> – Massively upset uh, my picking, especially for the old uh, mad money. No, what's it called? Good punt. Good punt. Um, this pretty much ruined all of that. Uh, the Eels smashed the Rabbitohs 36 points to 16. Um, Cody Walker for yep. the Rabbits. So Latrell didn't do a lot in this game. He'll still obviously be in origin. But Cody mm. Walker is in career best form once yep. again. But so is Dylan Brown. Holy shit, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses looked amazing in this game. Yeah, I think so. The Eels are sitting uh, 13th, and I think even that's flattering for their performance thus far. Five wins and six losses, as I look at the table, five wins and seven losses. Um, but I think that their team is better than what their record says. You know, everyone Absolutely. always says, oh, you are what your record says you are. This is the team that made the grand final last year. And to be honest, haven't lost like they lost Reed Marnie. But other than that, yeah. not a lot of big omissions uh, for the Eels. They've got Regan Campbell-Gillard out. They had a pretty terrible um, start to the season. But if you play Supercoach, you will know that it's worth getting all of these guys into your team, the Eels players, because they've got a good... Uh, buy coverage. They've got great buy coverage. They've got some pretty handy matchups over that period as well. So I think if we're sitting here doing this podcast in another five, six weeks... The, um, if we don't get sacked before then. The Eels uh, will be in a much better position than that because, you know, we did that exercise a couple of weeks ago where we went through the whole table and we said, are the Warriors better than this team? I really don't know if the Warriors as a team, can, as they're constructed now, actually are better than um, the Eels. No, I don't think so. Not their full complement. I think it'll be pretty close. Um, I'm just looking at the – here's something for you. The Eels currently are sitting in 13th, as mm-hmm. you said, on 10 points. Panthers are first on 16. <laughs> yeah. That's three wins. And also the Eels haven't had their bye yet. They have their bye in round 14, which, by the way, is going to catch a lot of Supercoach players out because yes. they're going to load up on Eels and then round 14. Yeah, I already have. No Eels and no Manly either. I can't remember who the third team is. Oh, um, good, Madison. <laughs> the whole lot. Oh, wow. um, yeah, Dylan Brown, he'll be Moses. gone. Gutho. Gutho. Um, 
So literally, they're going to get two points in round 14. They're probably going to win this weekend. I can't remember who they're taking on, but um, they are taking on the, the Cowboys, Cowboys, who are shithouse, by the way. So there's a win. Yeah. After that, two weeks in, and they're going to be on 14 points. You know, they're not even that far out. No, absolutely. So I, I think that uh, the Eels slander needs to stop. Mm. They're, a good, they're a good team. They're a frightening team, and they're going to be very good. They're going to be humming come playoffs. Uh, but let's get on to the Tigers, shall we? I yeah. watched this game at your house. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Where yeah. was I? Um, oh, no, I was there. Yeah, yeah no, you right. were there. You were there. Uh, and they absolutely humped the Cowboys uh, 66 to 18. To 19. Oh, 18, yeah. 18, yeah, I wrote 19, and that's just a typo. Fat fingers, don't say, worry about it. I but don't it was... remember anyone slotting a droppy after <laughs> being behind by 40. <laughs> uh, the note you've written here, Manaya, is da fuck. Da fuck was happening. I couldn't <laughs> even tell you what was happening at the time. And, and that goes for the fuck is happening with the Tigers, who looked excellent. The fuck is happening with the Cowboys, who after last year where they had this fairy tale run, this year they have sucked. Now, two of their losses have come against the Warriors, which, you know, any team's going to run into a buzzsaw when they come to Mount Smart Stadium. Um, sorry, Go Media Stadium at Mount Smart. My favourite um, thing from this game is that it happened at Leichhardt Oval and the West Tigers fans, they've still got that old scoreboard where the guy has to manually, manually yeah. take the number out of the thing and then put the number back in. Yeah. And there's a, there's a clip of... Uh, the whole crowd was sitting there doing spirit fingers at the scoreboard, waiting for the guy to tick over from 58 to 66. Awesome. Oh, 60, whatever it was. They were like, hey, 60. The, well, the, the Cowboys, though. So well done, the Tigers. Mm. Playing well at Leichhardt, which they don't often do, even though they should. Um, it's because they don't often play well. Yeah, they, that's a good point. Um, and it was for Luke Brooks, his 200th. So, you know, playing well in one of those sort of uh, landmark games is the sign of a decent team. However, the Tigers are still in my book quite shithouse. But not super shithouse, actually. I well, think they've got the highest score this season. Yeah, true. They put, yeah, 66 on the Cowboys. Um, yeah. What the What's going on with the Cowboys? So a month ago, they played the Sharks, got destroyed, got run off the park 44-6. Then they came back and smoked the Roosters 20-6. And looked good, and I was like, oh, yeah, here we go, they're yeah. back. They then smoked the Dragons 42-22, and then they just shat the bed again. It seems like they will walk in and either be on or be massively off. So I know a massive part of their success last year was that they had this brutal off-season. They talked so much about it last year where Todd Payton was just putting them through the ringer, and then that's why they were grinding teams out last year because they were ready for it. They'd been to, those fucking, to that deep water, and they were dragging teams out there and drowning them. But I wonder if maybe they tried to do it again this year, and he, he's actually just buggered them. And so a lot of weeks they're going in there just absolutely gassed because a team giving up 66 points. And a lot of those, majority of those points were probably towards the back end of that game. They ran in like three or four tries towards the end there, the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. And, and shout out to the Tigers as well because a lot of their players were awesome. That Jareem Buller dude is the biggest regret of my super coach season. Jareem Abdul-Jabbar-Buller. Uh, he is, uh, he's an out-and-out future gun. Like he looks so solid for a young, I think he's 18 or 19 or something. Mm. Um, Stafford Toa, who had been dropped previously, came out and was a beast at centre and I think he scored a couple of tries and did some amazing things. Uh, Junior Tupo, who's on the wing for them, looks like a beast. He's like 20 years old as well. So there are good things happening. At Plus, the Tigers? At the Tigers. Plus, they've also got Bateman and uh, Isaiah Papali'i, who if you had to say who are the two, based on last year and the year before, who are the two best back row in combo, they'd be up there. You the know? Man of Steel, yeah. So, could um, do with a tan, Bateman. Bate oh, massively, yeah, he could. Um, he also isn't really built like a league player. It looks we, like he's got skinny legs. Could we get him out on the beaches? <laughs> could we get him into wherever Matt and Jerry go? Yes, those two are oddly brown. You watch, you watch the um, footage of me and Matt 
or Jerry on podcasts or commentaries, as the seasons change, my skin will uh, go lighter as we go into the winter months. They remain a deep shade of oak. Do you reckon they year round? Do you reckon they fake tan? I wonder if money just has an effect <laughs> on the colour of. You rub it. Maybe they've got like an Uncle Scrooge type towel full of gold coins. Richest, and you, yeah. And you rub rubs off on you. That's. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, bathing in gold coins. Well, if money does it, how come I'm? Bar- oh, that's right. <laughs> Ethnic background. Um. Not guilty, Your Honour. Yeah, what are you getting the ref's room number, mate? So, that, I mean, that wraps up our kind of biggest talking points of the round. I guess uh, we have to look at State of Origin, which was named this morning. Yep. A uh, few big talking points in there. So, Caelan Ponga wasn't picked at fullback for the Maroons, which I think is, you know, smart. So I that, think it's fair enough. And it's also great because that means Reese Walsh won't be playing the Warriors this weekend. Oh, he's starting at Jersey One for Queensland. Okay. Oh, he might. No, no, because they're all out for their own Origin camp, so he's out this weekend. Is that right? Yeah. And to be honest, without Carrigan and Haas and things, I wasn't worried about Reese Walsh anyway because he only performs well on the back of a really good pack. Wow, eh? So that's massive. So Reese starting Jersey number one. Also, Caelan Ponga all of a sudden could be a decent super coach buy. Yeah, but you also can't like it's not that big a bombshell that he didn't get picked. He's played bugger all this year. Mm. He's been injured. Like he was in Canada for half the year. Yeah. Getting his noggin sorted, so I don't think it's that massive a drop. No, you're right. Um, some of the, <clears throat> I mean, for New South Wales, and to be honest, I'm not massively confident this year. I think we'll, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I look at my team and then I go, oh, actually, no, they're all pretty damn solid. So Tommy is in the centres. Latrell Mitchell joins him in the centres as well. Uh, Nico Hines is on the bench with uh, old mate Luai uh, starting alongside Jerome uh, Nathan Cleary, sorry. And then Campbell Graham has been an absolute gun is mm. 18th mm-hmm. man. How do you feel about that? There were talks about uh, Campbell Graham playing out on the wing just to have him on the field. Yeah, he's been insane. I know. I don't. It's sort of weird to me that come origin time we play all these players out of position. Like if they're that, I don't know. It's weird to me that obviously positions don't matter that much or is the game that different that you can play a game out of, guy Here, out of position? Here's a hot take. Mm. Drop Teddy, he's been shit. <laughs> the captain of New South Wales and an absolute stalwart. You drop him, you put Latrell at fullback, and you yeah. put Campbell Graham in his centre spot. Yeah, I like I it. I mean, it's a huge call I, to no, drop I can't Teddy. argue against that. But I'm just like, based on form, man, uh, the other one that really surprised me, as I mentioned, Jake Chaboyevich is out, and he is a guy mm. who has a massive motor and steps up for these occasions. He's been replaced by Tavita Pangai Jr., uh, who has all the talent in the world, could be like Payne Haas. You know, he's an offloading machine. However, he's also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a massive liability, like huge liability penalties yeah. and dumb shit. Yeah, he is one of those players. But, I mean, I, I guess he his game does suit the origin style of game where everyone is just G'd up to the gills and they're just running at each other with their eyes rolled into the back of their <laughs> head. He, If you're going to try and pick a team just to do that, I'd pick him. And he's the kind of guy, you're right, actually, um, he's the kind of guy I circle and say if um, someone could pull your head in like they did with Dave Fafita this year, who's been an absolute beast and used to be a bit of a whore Sorry, a bit of a, p- a humbug, you know, pain in the ass. Yeah. This year, all of a sudden, he's actually playing at his potential. Yeah. If someone could do that with Pangai, he could be the second best front row in the whole competition. 100%. 100%. So, I mean, interesting choice if you ask me. Also, Damian Cook's been dropped completely. Uppy is playing the full 80 at hooker. Wow. And Nico Hines in that number 14 jersey for NSW. What do you reckon? Well, I think, I've got to be honest with you, Uppy looks like the, the form hooker of the competition so far this year, despite playing on a real piece yeah, cool. yeah. of shit. Too. I would have said Wade Egan, but all good. Now, nah, when you, well, yeah, obviously. 
obviously. Whenever I say a player is the best player in the competition, I mean it's like the saying Australian it's competition. like saying, Oh, she's the hottest chick in the world. Now, obviously I mean my own missus is the hottest chick in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. this person yeah, so your missus actually looks like Wayne. Outside again. of the easy e, outside <laughs> of the uh, <laughs> outside of the Warriors. Um no, he's been great. He looks like watching him is like watching Aaron Smith play for the Highlanders, where you've got this world class player mm. who's doing it all, and you could see that if he had good players to pass to the things he would be doing would be way, way more impactful. And also, it's it's his old teammates. It's Isaiah Yo. It's yeah. Liam Martin, Nathan yeah. Cleary, Jerome Lawai. It's all those guys. So they're going to be totally fine. Uh, also, just checking on the bench. Yeah, no, um, no Matt Burton either, who they usually like to bring in as well. Again, just hasn't had the season. Nah, really. he hasn't. He's starting to come right now. But uh, I also the hammer playing centre for Queensland. Yeah. Do you rate that? Because I yeah. still view him as a wee bit of a weakness. In uh, defence. The hammer? Yeah, I think we they could run through him. Uh, I don't think, well, I don't know. Who knows? He's an NRL player, you know, he's he's as, he's as legit as the rest of them. I also, the hard part for me is I actually don't know who the, the hell was born in Queensland and who the hell was born in New South Wales. Yeah, well, I, I presume if you play for one of the Queensland teams, you're from Queensland, but that might not necessarily be no, true. No, it's not really So would you say, who would you replace him with? I don't know. <laughs> well, Payne Haas is playing for the Blues, you know, and he plays for the Broncos. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, but I, I also tremble at the sight of Pat Carrigan and David Fafita, Lindsay Collins. I think they've got a good pack. Yeah. Well, they beat them with speed last year, didn't they, Queensland? And, yeah. and Cotter was a big part of that. So was Pat Carrigan. So interesting that they're both – oh, sorry, that uh, Cotter's coming off the bench, Patty Carrigan in the 13 jersey. Well, Cotter is – a hell of a team, man. Yeah, and Cotter's one of those guys who – I mean, he was epic last season, all series in State mm. of Origin, but he hasn't had the most amazing season so far. A few little injury niggles and things. Cameron Munster's apparently got a rib injury at the moment. He's playing uh, through it. He'll be fine. And uh, as I mentioned, the hammer earlier, he's in place of Dane Gagai, Origin Gags. Huge call because oh, no. Origin Gags has actually been playing really well oh, for the Knights. No. And he is genuinely one of those big game players. Yeah. There's a reason Origin Gags exists. And there's a reason Queensland keep winning because they keep using guys like Origin Gags. Yeah. You know? They keep going back to the well and it works. Bring so. back Origin Gags. Look, I tell you what, if the Hammer has a shitter in this first game, if you're right about him being a weakness on defense, I wouldn't be surprised seeing Origin Gags. Oh, yeah. Get him in there. For today's game day good punt, uh, thanks to the TAB, we get a $100 bonus bid to put on behalf of each of the uh, podcasts that we do here at the ACC. This week, we're going to get on the Warriors because I strongly believe that they're going to win this one down at McLean Park in Napier in front of a packed-out stadium in the Hawks Bay as well. They also believe that at the TAB. So the Warriors are paying $1.46 to win this match. So we're going to juice it up a little bit. I'm picking New Zealand Warriors, 13+. plus. That's paying $2.70. Uh, you put $100 on that, that'll be paying $270 come Saturday night. So let's go on. Get on board. Follow us along on the TAB Good Punt. Uh, right, so nothing else to cover, really, um, in terms of this little short episode. Of course, no Warriors game. However, the Broncos are playing this Saturday. Is the game at 7.30? Is that correct? 7.30 p.m. McLean Park in Napier. If you're heading along to the game, get there early because they have never had a sellout at that stadium. So they're like, oh, God, oh, God, how are we going to fit everyone in there? Oh, true. Plus, you just want to get in there early and soak the atmosphere up anyway, oh, don't you? Soak it up. Um, are you commentating that? No, I'm away this weekend. I'm commentating that. I think it might be me and Ben Hurley. Not sure. And then, of course, we've got, we'll have got we be also commentating State of Origin Game 1 next week on the Wednesday. So this Saturday, I'm assuming it's 7.30, there'll also be Rugby Union on. So likely, chances are, the Warriors coverage will be on Sky Sports 6. Check our socials out. Check our socials. We'll let you know. We'll see you then. And we'll be back tomorrow for Supercoach Corner. Australia, Woo! Australia, Australia, Australia.